following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radio Land. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radio Land from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee, uh, Studio A. Mm-hmm. On this uh, good-looking uh, day of production, it is, uh, for those keeping score, it's a Sunday, the 20th of March. It would appear that spring has sprung, so that's a, that's a thing. Uh, the, uh, the wife and I were out running around. We had lunch together and went to uh, get some plants because it's, you know, spring. See, around here, according to, you know, if, you, if you pay attention to things like the Farmer's Almanac, it'll tell you that the last frost is typically around the 15th of April. And here we are in the middle of March, and it's nice. Now, we have a couple of cooler days coming, but I don't think we're going to be seeing any of the the high, heavy freezes. I think all of that's behind us, which is, I guess is kind of good. It's a, it's a harbinger of, of the sweat to come. <laughs> the summers here are special. Indeed, they are very, very special. They get, they get hot. It does. It gets... Uh, it gets a it gets a little warm around here. Uh, if you if you're if you're listening from outside the area and you're thinking about coming here, by all means, you should come. There's a lot to see and do here uh, in our fair city. Uh, just be prepared if you're planning on coming in the summertime. You know, in the uh, you know, like uh, between oh May <laughs> through September through into October, something like that. It gets uh, it gets special here. It gets hot. It's humid and hot. It's okay. We we you know. When you've been here long enough, it uh, it kind of grows on you a little bit. I have a friend who refers to uh, people from Memphis as Memphibians because it uh, the uh, the air here is so wet. <laughs> That's just kind of it's kind of the way it is. Yeah, oh yeah, that that it is. So uh, so there you go. Um, uh, coming up on the uh, program this time out, uh, a little departure from some of the other stuff that we've talked about. I mean, yeah, we I, I know there's a lot of things that are going on with the war in Ukraine. And there's no sense in getting involved in those discussions. We do spend some time on the morning show talking about it uh, with LJ and I, Radio Memphis in the morning. Weekdays, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central. There's the plug. And, uh, you know, sometimes the afternoon guys will talk a a little bit about it. More about what the – those guys, the chumps, uh, the uh, Radio Memphis in the afternoon show, which is uh, 2 p.m. to uh, 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday. They uh, they tend to get into some pop culture. They get into a little bit of showbiz stuff, which is kind of what this episode is about. But it's not so much about anything in specifics about any individual. It's just the whole notion of entertainment news in general and how it's kind of a it's kind of a weird world. It really is. So anyway, that's what we're going to talk about uh, this time out here, because there's just something the way that it's being covered in the way. I don't know. It's just it, attitudes and things that go with it. It's it's just, you know, it's fascinating. I, I like to look at, you know, things that happen in the news and particularly the way that it's covered, because the way our journalistic society operates is a, is a bit weird. It's kind of odd. It's uh, it's unusual. And only that, it's the the audiences that consume it because there's a lot of question as to, well, first of all, why? But uh, we'll delve into all of that. So, uh, so there you go. That's uh, that's coming up here on this episode as we uh, as we delve deep into the uh, the people that are not like the rest of us. <laughs> there, there is that. And so here's where we'll be we'll be pausing. We'll be back 
in 60 seconds. Stick around. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-761-6729. 800-761-6729. That's 800-761-6729. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. So perusing through my news feed... um I, I use a lot of a lot of different sources for you know for my news. Uh, the way I the way I read it is probably not too terribly different from the way a lot of folks in uh, this business operate. Um, I use a lot of uh, I use a, a several different aggregate sources. These are sites that pull news from various sources, and so I have it on one site, and I can cruise through. One one that I use uh, quite a bit, of course, is Google News. Um. You customize it the way that you want it, and uh, you can weed out certain sources. So you you so you get like a good cross section of really kind of what's you know what's up and what's down. You know, uh, world news, U.S. news, local stuff, uh, business, tech, uh, sports. Sometimes lots of science news I read through. Uh, health news, of course, because you know thanks to COVID, that's been a uh, that's been on the front lines of everything. And of course, what shows up here is the entertainment news. And by I just I just pulled it up a little while ago. And you look through these headlines. At least I look through them. It, it may, your mileage may vary, but there are certain things that that come into this feed that um, you look at, and some of it is sort of quasi interesting. For example, the Batman. Uh, $300 million mark in North America is what it's made so far as of the date of the publication of this program. Okay, that's fine. There's a little business end of it. I, I've heard good and bad about this film, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. But the rest of this stuff is uh, is about the people themselves. For example, the, the lead is Kanye West. I'm fascinated that he's even in the news and people think that we, that the public in general even gives a shit about this turd. Um, says here uh, from people, Kanye has been banned from performing at the Grammy Awards despite his five nominations because of his insanity, I, I suppose. But this somehow makes the news. Uh, Trevor Noah uh, over there at the Comedy Central, he said that he had nothing to do with Kanye West Grammy's performance being canceled. So... You know, this this somehow becomes news. Pete Davidson, another one who was supposed to ride on um, Elon Musk's giant penis uh, into space, is backed out because of, he says, a scheduling conflict, which, okay, what, I, he's a coward, nevertheless. But, you know, people, people show up into these things. Uh, Rachel Ziegler, who is in West Side Story, said she was not invited to the Oscars. This is this is somehow in in my feed as it's as if it's put out there as though I care or we care. Somebody cares. Somebody doesn't care. Don't quite understand why, uh, you know, the, the earth keeps on spinning besides all this, all these, all these, these bits of news, because, you know, what what it is that's happening.
I don't quite understand the mindset of uh, now. I get it from the journalistic side because all right, let's start there. Uh, they, they, you know, TMZ, for example, they've they've made quite the uh, quite the living doing this, and it's run by um, one of the guys that runs it is uh, or that owns it. What's his name? <laughs> He's a lawyer, and uh, he knows how not to get sued. But see that that's this gets into the thing with the paparazzi's, and you see these the the these photographers they they're stalking these celebrities, and they're they're taking pictures of them, and they sell those photographs because that's how they make their living because people buy these magazines or whatnot, and that's the issue here is what is it about some of these people that the rest of the world somehow finds so incredibly captivating it's interesting to see how the reactions of that were that you know because of course you had the tabloid stuff and all that was just straight up bullshit most of that thankfully has gone away uh for you know for good i i would hope i mean when national Enquirer finally got their shit shut down um you know the sun i think still shows up and i i see their 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 websites and stuff and they which are bad poorly designed websites by the way but, you know, occasionally you'll see something that will grab your attention. Typically for most people when it comes to celebrity or entertainment news, it this is this is the weird part, is that the only time it becomes really somewhat interesting for somebody or a reason to follow this stuff is when somebody dies. That's usually what drives this. When you find out that so-and-so has passed away, and the first thing that people do is they look at the at how that person died. He could have been 300 years old. He could have been 20. We don't know. But that person expired, and that's a thing. Why that is, I don't know. I don't know. I guess because we like to measure our own mortality, our own lives with these people. That's, that could be what it is. I think I may have just solved this. The reason why we find celebrity so interesting is I guess because we find ourselves comparing our own lives with these people, even though there's really nothing to compare. These are people that are not like us. They really aren't. And I guess we try and find that bit of humanity that goes with that. You know, for example, you see like a story about like, I don't know, like like Tom Hanks comes to mind. Uh, Tom seems like a pretty standard run-of-the-mill kind of guy. You know, he's a very, very famous man. He's a movie star. Um, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't seem to lead a life of too extravagance, or you know, he's he doesn't lord himself over everybody else. He just seems like the kind of guy you'd meet somewhere and probably, you know, have a cup of coffee with the guy. I, he, that's just what that seems like. And then there's other people that seem so far out of touch. And you know, Kim Kardashian is one of those. You know, why the Kardashians got rammed down the American public's throat is beyond me. You know, they had that show over on E, and then it got canceled. Why did it get canceled? Because nobody was watching it anymore. I got more on this. But now they're back on Hulu with a whole new show. Because uh, because when they when they left E, they said, oh, we're just done with it. We're, we're kind of tired of the whole thing, so we're just not going to be doing the uh, keeping up with the Kardashian thing anymore. Because nobody wanted to keep up. And then all of a sudden... They show back up over on a streaming platform as though all of a sudden they were missed. Who was missing them? What 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 uh, what what was happening here? I'm afraid I, I got lost somewhere along the way. Keep in mind, people like 
my wife is a good example. She will sometimes watch some of this stuff. And, and the reason being is that she hates these people so much that she wants to watch and be critical of them. And maybe that's a thing, too, because certainly she is not alone in her mindset that that watching shows like this are it's like, oh, look at this. Oh, my God. What is she? Who does she think? She, and just on and on and on and on and on. And the absence of reality, if you will, based on what these are shows are supposed to be about, like it's some sort of a long running, you know, like it's a an experiment that's to follow a family around as they live their lives as though we're supposed to be somewhat um, supportive of this. I've never understood it. And um, but at the same time, there's there's people that watch it just so they can hate it. <laughs> I mean, you're also dealing with an individual who will who will watch uh, the New York New York Yankees, no matter where they're playing or who they're playing, just to watch them lose because she hates them. It's it's the funniest thing. But that but it also translates over to the world of celebrity, and maybe that's what it is. And I know there's a whole subset of people that will that will watch and pay close attention to a certain individual in the business that is wildly successful, and as somebody like my wife might say, oh, I don't know why they're famous. The Kardashians are one of them. They're they're famous for being famous. That's that's just about it. All all she did was put her ass in the air. She got screwed on camera, and boom, she's you know her mother made her made her a star. That's 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 how it worked. That's how it works. And for some reason, we were supposed to be sympathetic to the way that that was. What was it? One of the Kardashians was. I forget who she's a she's in the makeup business or something like that. And and the whole point of her story was, is that she was about to become a billionaire. Her company was and somebody, somebody actually put together a GoFundMe to raise enough money so she can legitimately call herself a billionaire. Now, that's just messed up, dude. That really is. And this was a fan that was doing this. Let's set up a GoFundMe so we can crease that gap between being a multi-multi-millionaire to being a billionaire. I know people that are starving. I know people that are having a rough time because of medical bills. You know, that's a thing. You know. But let's make sure we raise up enough money so somebody who doesn't give a rat's ass about you or me or anybody else just so they can call themselves a billionaire. That's that's fucked up. That's really what it is. And when you when you see that and when you understand how that's being laid out there, there's the rest of us that go, oh, I wish you fail. And I think that's what this is. I think a lot of it is that we pay attention to some of these people because we want to watch them fail. And it does happen. I mean, don't get me wrong. Failure is what it is. I mean, everybody is touched by it at one point or another. And anything that you might uh, you might attempt or, or be a part of, and it just fails. It's just the way it goes. I've spent 13 years with a company that that's exactly what happened. You know, Rock 103 here in town. It failed. It failed miserably um, after they ran everybody off. It's a whole long story. We'll save it for another time. But the the notion is that when you see that happen, there's a, there's this schadenfreude yeah you familiar we talked about it here on the show schadenfreude 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 german word and it means taking delight into the failure of others it's as if we see somebody getting knocked down a peg or two 
they were above us and we above us and no one's above anybody really but that's just my point of view when you see this sort of thing happen you go ah see yeah yeah he got his comeuppance yeah that's what that's what that's about right there yeah now you get to see what it's like to pay a phone bill when you don't have no money you know that kind of thing <laughs> we we want these people to understand what the rest of our what the rest of our lives are like you know, uh, uh, an occasional fun punching bag uh, that we deal with from time to time, of course, is um, uh, Donald Trump because he's just such a weird enigma. He really is. He's just he's a strange man. Politics aside, he's just a weird cat. Let's just take away from the fact that he was once our president, which is which is a really weird thing to think about. But this is a person who who doesn't understand what real life struggle is about. And it is because of that. You almost want to sit down with the guy for like, you know, a half hour somewhere, you know, share a pizza with the guy and say, Hey, do you, do you, do you remember what it's like when your electricity got cut off because you were broke that, that you remember that? Remember those days or the fact that, uh, you know, your car broke down. You didn't have a way to get to work. Remember those? No, he doesn't know that because he's never lived that. And so we see so much of the people that, uh, want to see bad things happen to these people to make them more human. It's kind of sick, really. But that's the whole basis behind the the journalistic side of entertainment news into celebrity news. I don't do it. I don't cover it. I typically don't because there's, there's nothing there. It really is. It's just this weird absence of, A, reality, but B, the... It's like what 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 point if I if I had gone my um I could have gone my whole life not knowing for example uh from the royal family channel I am presuming is YouTube the duke and duchess of cambridge arrive in belize for jubilee caribbean tour uh, after a rocky start uh huh and and somehow I give a shit, you know. Uh, family affair. Uh, former idol Nadia Turner is stunned by daughter uh, Zare's audition. Ooh, you know it's it's one of those things that I could really have gone the rest of my life not really knowing about or caring about. Um. Uh. uh Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas celebrate their first holiday since becoming parents. Okay. <laughs> I guess they, but see, they put this out there because people, people care about this. They, they think, Oh, they're well, well, good for them. They went on vacation. They got to go to the, they're going to a place. You'll never go. They're going to eat food. You'll never eat <laughs> because you can't pay for it. Uh, here's some news. Oh, now that I'm perusing it, here you go. Here's here's some earth-shattering entertainment news. Mari is ending after 31 seasons. Mari Povich is going to hang up his headphones after 31 seasons. 30 years. And NBC Universal confirmed that hosts bittersweet retirement. You are not going to do the show. <laughs> but there, once again... 
has anybody ever really missed it? Since I, I couldn't even tell you where where you can find it, or what is there anything in basis of reality of why these shows even exist aside from just the pure popcorn entertainment of it? You watch a show an hour later, you ask the person you watch the show with, do they remember what the show was about? And then nine, nine times out of ten, they'll say no, they they don't know. You know, that's just kind of the way that has operated. But it is this point of being able to escape our reality, which is why these people sort of exist. It really is. And I don't mind saying it. You know, look, I'm in the entertainment business as well. And I'm much, you know, and I'm make no mistake, I'm not comparing myself to any of these people. That's just that's just certainly that's just a fact. I am nowhere near that kind of thing. Am I known? Yeah, I'm known. I understand that. I'm fairly well known in, in, in my community and, uh, and you know, some regional stuff. And every once in a while outside the area, people have heard of me. But that's about it. And does, does what? how would I feel about, you know, my life being, you know, f- you know, carefully scrutinized and followed by some other reporter? It would be like, dude, really? Why, do, why does anybody care? What, what does anybody really have to offer to this sort of thing? You might have, you know, curiosity to see that, you know, the way some person lives their life may be a little bit different than the way they, you know, like, oh, wow, he puts his dishes over in that cabinet. Wow, who thought of that? <laughs> no, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Oh, he puts his silverware in that order. Oh, wow. Hey, can we look in your side? Please. I mean, I get it. And the whole thing about why do... uh. Why do uh, celebrities have to, uh, you know, pipe up about politics? Well, that's because they're people, too, theoretically. They may not like to consider themselves that, but they are. And, of course, they have an opinion. I have an opinion. I have a lo- I have lots of opinions. We've shared them here on this, on this program. We've shared them over on the morning show. That's just kind of what we do. Um, is there any... Is, there, is the world going to stop for a second because I said something that somebody else may not like? I, I doubt it. I'd hate to think so. Now, am I out here bringing some information that may have some uh, uh, some bearing on you, some interest for you? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. You know, I'd like to be able to, to have some value to, to what 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 my life is about. If I suddenly had become, I don't know, like a movie star or something, it, let's just say that happened or a television, uh, popular television personality or whatever. Um, would my life change? Probably a little bit. I wouldn't be struggling as hard for, for, <laughs> for one at sweet TV money. Hell yeah. I wouldn't have to worry about putting gas in my car every five seconds, but there is, you know, there, <laughs> there is the, there's the notion of, of, uh, you know, I wouldn't. I don't know that I would even move from the house that I'm in. I. I, I don't. I, I like it here. I, I really do. Uh, we bought the place with that intent that they would basically be carrying us out of here feet first someday. I, I just not. I'm not gonna go anywhere. I'm happy like that. And when you see these stories about some of these famous people, you you wonder what's driving it and what is driving it. I I kind of believe about. Oh, about a third of, a, of the people that follow the other, the the famous and all that other stuff, um, it's because they are truly, they truly like those individuals, and they 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 want to have some sort of a connection with that individual. They think that what they see on television or on video is who they really are, when in fact they aren't. You know, um, 
famous musicians they think that they're they're writing songs almost specifically to them and they just like the whole thing and you know we want to be close to them i suppose i don't know you 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 have this notion in your head that that individual is somebody that you think that they are when in reality they're not you know cuz that's just kind of how that is they're not like that they are not like us at all because we're all different on occasion and i've met a bunch of famous people over my time and I've met some people that were very nice. Most of them have been. They're 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 people. They're just like you and I. They do, they do things. They go to grocery stores. You know, they go they go to restaurants. They uh, they travel. They you know they have a different you know they got a high profile life. That's that's kind of it. But see, I've also met some of these people that were absolute assholes. Oh my God, I could tell you some stories about some of those things. And that's see now that I've said that the first thought everybody just went ooh tell us one. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not. Sometimes I, I, I'm, a story might slip out about somebody that I've met that, that was, you know, troublesome. But I, I, I just, it's not, it's not worth it to me. It really isn't, you know, because there's so many other things in the world that I find to be far more, far more important to concern my time with, far more um, uh, pressing that you know that we need to be thinking about and and to act upon and to, and the things that we do. Oh, and they go, well, yeah, but you know, don't you watch TV? Actually, no, I don't. And I I've had this conversation with a few friends of mine. Um, somebody was saying something. Hey, you got to check out this show or that show. And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I have no desire to. Uh, I might catch a movie every once in a while, but as far as like any episodic television show, there is really literally nothing that turns my wheel. Nothing. I, I can't quite put my finger on it. I don't know if it's because there's an absence of quality material out there or not. Um, YouTube seems to suffice it for me. You know, part of my routine, when I get off the air in the afternoon, which is around two-ish, um, I'm home on an average day, by 3.30, I guess, 3, 3.30. Um, get the dog out, make myself a late lunch. That's typically what I do. And I'll, and I'll make something to eat, and I'll sit here in this studio in my office to eat, and I'll put on some video from YouTube, usually some sort of a documentary, I mean, like a little seven or eight minute bit about something that I find kind of interesting that I won't find anywhere else, and watch that. And I guess it's because there's an absence of quality content as, as part of it. And I hear people all the time, oh, you got to check this show. You got to check that out. It's just like, ah, I've kind of gotten away from that. I don't like to be the kind of guy that sits in my big chair or I'm on the end, on the end of the couch with the wife and the dog and the cats and the, the snacks and watching something, unless it's like a, like a movie or something. I think, to be honest with you, I think the last series I even remotely got into was what, Tiger King maybe? And tried to watch the second season, and it was like, oh, this is a shit show. And and it was just, that was enough. I'm just, I, I guess I'm just not into that. And that could be because of the way, um, the way our world has been, you know, shifted for, I don't know, lack of a better term, the way, the way our life has become as far as what, what do we find entertaining now? What is entertaining to us? And the people that are producing it, are they entertaining at all? Or as I have discovered, and I guess because of, of, I guess being in this business enough to understand it and identify it the second I witness it, is the, uh, 
the whole notion of just how bad the writing has become for a lot of shows. That's that's another one. You know, I shook my head at at Handmaid's Tale as to just how badly written that whole show had become. When they when they just when they got away from Margaret Atwood's book and it just it just turned into garbage. Look what happened to Game of Thrones, a, a show of which I'll have you know I've never seen a single frame of. Never have. Have no intention to. It just didn't do. It didn't turn my crank. But I did watch the news pretty intently about it as as the fans who really ate it up, how they went through it and how they how they were consuming it and the people that were talking about it and the love that they shared for that show. And it was and it was, I get it. I absolutely get it. And it was a good thing. It just wasn't for me. But then then I watched as the as the veil of idiocy had just kind of was dragged over the top of the final season and the people that the the complaining the <laughs> it was the even the 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 whole the whole way, the, that whole season or whatever which one it was the eighth season I don't know which one it was and they finally had put a bullet in it because it was just it was just so bad and people were on it, another show people had talked about lost of course that's jj abrams and i've got my issues with him but the uh, creatively i'm sure he's a nice guy but the uh, the whole notion that people were gotten gotten really you know wrapped up into that program and then they realized that the writers had painted themselves into a corner and couldn't find a way out that <laughs> that, that was a problem and it's a lot that's a lot of problems i'll see a, i'll see movies you know uh, recent movies recently made film that show up somewhere and and I, they kill. They've they've killed their their whole thing in the third act. I mean, it's just it was. You had me up until until the climax of this thing, and the whole resolution was just, wow, yeah. The uh, Christopher Nolan Batman stuff, those three episodes, right? Those three films, uh, prime example. Um, Heath Ledger's Joker is going to go down in history as probably, in my estimation, one of the best renditions of that character ever ever pulled off. In my estimation, a lot of people agree with that. There's some that disagree. I don't care. Um, that's the whole point of this. Uh, beautifully written, beautifully shot, except that third film. Was it Dark Knight Rises? I guess it was. Whatever the last one was, with Bane. By God, what a, what an awful piece of film. Stylistically, gorgeous. Sound-wise, delicious. Writing, what the fuck? What happened there? And that seems to be a common problem with everything that we're seeing in this business as far as the entertainment business. And then in the meantime, you've got these actors that are that are working these things and we're supposed to somehow give a shit about them. <laughs> you know, like I care. You know, we're, we're watching like the whole the whole thing with Alec Baldwin. And the unfortunate incident on the set of Rust, the Western that he was working on, somebody died. There was a, a horrible accident that happened, and there's a lot of high drama that, that's associated with it. I'm interested because of the production aspect of it. Why did these certain things happen? I'm not going to get into that here, but why did this incident even happen in the first place? Who's ultimately responsible? How it must have felt like for somebody like Alec to hold that gun that did it. With him pulling the trigger, what what must have been going through? He's not a murderer. I mean, you know what? This isn't the first time that has happened either. People have died on movie sets all the time. But you, but you, you have to think about what because he is a human being. What what 
what must that man be going through? I'm thinking therapy is probably pretty high on that list. There's a, there's a lot there. But that kind of entertainment news is sort of interesting. Um, the whole notion about um, Demi Moore paying tribute to Bruce Willis on his birthday, I don't care. I'm happy for them. That's wonderful. Okay, that's great. Now, where's my sandwich? It's, that's just, that, that's just kind of how that is. You know, I get this sort of stuff wouldn't exist if there weren't people that were driving it, of course. You know, and it's, there's fans, there's consumers of it for, for like the Oscars. Does anybody really give a shit about the Oscars anymore? Does it even have weight? Does it have value? Or is it a bunch of people in the industry giving each other a hand job and a really slick gold trophy for for their efforts? Is that, That's really about it. It's a pat on the back and an A out of boy and hey, how you going? And, you know, now your fees go up until the next new kid comes along. You know, it's that kind of thing. It's whatever it is that, you know, that that's also the whole point, too, that life is way too short to get wound up in stuff like that. There's other things to be worried about right now. As I do this, my wife is on the front porch. She's planting petunias in hanging baskets. And right now in her world, that is the entire thing. Hi, this is Reverend Oma with the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. We have a huge selection of spiritual supplies and gifts for whatever your path or practice. We stock hundreds of gemstones and specimens and carry a variety of beautifully crafted gemstone jewelry starting at just $10. Our talented staff offer tarot readings, aura and chakra analysis, and sound baths. Book your appointment or shop online at thebroomcloisetmemphis.com or visit our shop in downtown Memphis at 552 South Main. Come to the Broom Closet and let us help you light your path. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. Our obsession with social media seems to have finally, you know, it's finally kind of, well, that pimple has popped. Let's put it that way. And we're cleaning up this bit of a mess, you see, because, well, Facebook, thank, thankfully, they kind of put a bullet in their own thing is what it looks like. With this whole meta thing, what a joke that is. More on that a little bit later on. But still, the notion now that we aren't as is so driven by what we have to be how we have to be perceived on social media seems to be waning some and that's not a that's not a bad thing at all because it's just that we, we can still go out and share our pictures and our and our stuff with our friends sure and the funny shit and the cat videos are always a thing and some hot chick in a bikini will always be a thing but nevertheless we're not having to sit there and scroll and scroll and scroll until we find something amusing or are we previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, Pocket Cast, or tune in. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. Yep, uh, on a nice day like today, there you go, you heard what's coming up next time, I was going to tell you that, uh, on a nice day like today, I've got the, uh, I got the, 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 the back door open to the studio here to, you know, air out this nasty ass room. I cleaned it up some. Because I was working on a project, I had to clean a space to work on it, and and now it's already dirty again. But nevertheless, 
um, it's nice outside, and it's I have a screened-in back porch back back behind this back behind the studio, and um, there's a car alarm going off. Uh, and the nice thing is is that uh, on days like today, I could sit out there. Or at nighttime, this is what I love about the spring and the summers because it's even though it's kind of warm, it's still nice to sit outside underneath the ceiling fan with a cold beverage, perhaps a cigar, whatever you know, whatever turns your crank, and uh, and listen to people's car alarms going off. <laughs> Has a car alarm ever stopped a car from getting robbed or stolen? And really, if we've got the technology to remotely start and control our car with a with a key fob, or with your phone even, wouldn't it make more sense that if somebody was trying to break into your car for whatever reason, that it would alert you by either your phone or your key fob would start beeping instead of the car horn honking itself? Wouldn't it make more sense if that's the way it worked? Because then you can actually go out there and investigate the situation and see see what's going on inside your car. That would be... That would be kind of cool. I'm just supposing. Oh, I'm sure that technology is out there, and I'm sure you pay a boatload for it. Because, you know, everybody wants their money. <laughs> everybody wants to do their thing. What did I read today? That the this, this CEO, the new incoming CEO of a major coffee company is uh, is committed to spending about $100 million to stop employees from organizing. They will spend money to stop employees from getting a better deal instead of taking that money they would have spent on stopping it to getting it to the people themselves so they could have things like i don't know health insurance or you know something more than 18 hours a week because that's i think that's what the way it works they, they'll do everything in their power to make sure you don't get 20 hours because if you get 20 hours then they gotta they gotta take care of you oh my god the world we live in it's uh it's something special in it yeah, buddy. Uh, a couple of things here, uh, real quick. I want to let you know. I uh, I uh, I wrapped production on uh, on two books by the same author. Um, uh, those of you who may not know this. Uh, some of you may do. Um, I'm one of the uh, I'm one of the voice actors that uh, that that writers come to to have their book put on tape. Uh, you know, book on tape or audio book is is really the phrase is these days and. Uh, um, this has been, it's been quite the, quite the journey. I never, somebody had suggested I give it a go and you know, I, I was kind of, I was looking at it and I thought, I don't know if I want to do that. That just seems kind of weird. Um, the money's actually kind of good really, uh, for a guy like me, I, I was, and I found out I've, I've actually had a, a bit of an aptitude toward it and, uh, I was able to, I'm able to do fairly well with it uh, as far as a career. I don't know about a career. I mean, I st- it doesn't get in the way of everything else I do. I still am with Radio Memphis, of course. And this program, it's just something I can do, you know, in some of my downtime. And uh, right right now, as, as this production is happening, I'm officially in between productions. But uh, I wrapped on two books by an author by the name of uh, Daniel Harry. Um, one of the books is kind of a science fiction-y thing called uh, The Jesus Ring, uh, it's interesting. It's uh, it's a look at the. I know it seems sort of preachy, but it's not. It's uh, it's a look at Revelation. The Book of Revelation is told through science fiction. It's it's interesting. Um, and he also has a new book that's that's uh, that's we just finished last week. I guess it was yeah last week. Uh, called Shadows by Daniel Harry. It's a horror book. Um, terror is more like it this thing's terrifying um but it's fun it's uh, it's it was a great read I, I enjoyed the hell out of it it's uh um it's the it's kind of a weird supernatural 
monster movie. Uh, if, if you recall the monster movies from back in the day when the monster movies were actually like they had monsters and stuff in them, uh, this is kind of like that. And it's got this kind of this really cool schlocky kind of humor to it. Um, it would make a brilliant film. It really would. And uh, at any rate, uh, I, uh, when we finished the first one, uh, well, about halfway through the first one, uh, Daniel, the, uh, uh, the author, uh, he, he got to me and he says, hey, um, would you be interested in doing this other one? I'm like, absolutely. Let's give it a go. And uh, he sent over a manuscript. He wanted me to audition for it, which I did. And, uh, and uh, ultimately, I did get the job. I was very thankful for that. And uh, we just wrapped on it. It'll be, it'll be coming to Audible very soon, both of them. Uh, one of them may already, the Jesus Ring may be out now. Um, but uh, Shadows should be coming in the next couple of weeks on Audible. So, yeah, that's... Uh, that's fun. We've we had a good time with it. So so yeah. Um, soon I'll be up in another gig, another book of some sort. We'll see how that how that goes. So there you go. All right, kids. That's it for me. I'm done. I'm out of here. I've got things to do, things to get into, and whatever kind of trouble I can cause here. Uh, <laughs> enjoy enjoy the rest of your uh, enjoy the rest of your week or your weekend or whatever wherever it is it is at time it was that you consume this program. Uh, of course, the show is available everywhere. You can tell all your friends where to find it. Uh, wherever you get your shows, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, at at Radio Memphis, I'm there live Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central Time with LJ for Radio Memphis in the morning. Sunday nights for the Booze and Blues, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. All times Central. So there you go. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. And for God's sake, stop shooting each other, all right? I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radioland. Rick Cheddar from Radioland is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For more, go to radio-memphis.com.